Bildungsentwicklung Tanz, ein Forschungsprojekt konzipiert, gestaltet und realisiert von Paul Fossa. Heute mit Giovanni Cuccaro. Hello, today we are with Giovanni Cuccaro. Gianni Cuccaro is a dancer, choreographer, dance teacher, dance mediator and artistic director. He completed his training at the Organ Academy Convert Garden, London. As a dancer, he worked in the theatre in Osnabrück and in Bielefeld for several years. With these theatres, he later collaborated as a teacher and realized his own choreographic work. In addition, Gianni also worked on the free scene, collaborating with various companies and choreographers. He studies cultural management and since the 2017-18 seasons has been working in the Theatre of Bielefeld for the pedagogy department Jung Plus X. He is also artistic director of the Schrittmachen Community Dance Project, director of Emotion and choreographer coach for various musical, theatre and drama production. Furthermore, since August 2022, he has been co-director of the dance department of the Bielefeld Theatre. Hello, dear Gianni. Hello, Paolo, and thank you so much for inviting me for this uh, little talk that I have. You're really welcome. So, uh, would you like to add any information or make some correction? Uh, just to say that, as you can... Um, As you can uh, see from what I did so far, I've been uh, in Bielefeld since a long, long time right now. And I had the luck really to be able to work with various departments in the, um, in the house. Um, and this has been for me always, uh, um, first of all, a big pleasure, but also something that made me go on the whole time. And um, it allowed me to work with a lot of different people coming from different uh, backgrounds, from professional to non-professional, professional actors, professional singers, but also the professional dancers and so on and so forth. So um, the, the, where I am now is um, basically uh, the culmination, let's say, of all these little experiences and bigger experiences, which thank God I could um, have since 2005, actually, here in the UK. So. Great, yes. Uh, thank you for adding this important information. So, first of all, thank you very much for agreeing to do this interview for my platform, Bildung and Wicklung Dance, Educational Development Dance. And of course, thank you for your precious time. So, I will go immediately to my first question for you How does education relate to dance for you? Yeah, a beautiful question, actually. And um... I always felt that an important aspect um, is to think about learning through creativity and research with the body. Um, that's something that for me is um, it's very important to be aware of. That um, in dance, as you know, there is um, you've been there techniques to learn a cer certain processes, and uh, the experience I've done. Uh, in the last uh, few years, um, it's been actually going a little bit away from this 
processes that are written down since many years. Now, don't misunderstand that, don't mean to not go for that. But if you're talking about what do you learn from dance, I just thought that it's much bigger what you learn by yourself by being creative. By yourself, I don't even mean like, you know, make your own things. There is always an exchange with a choreographer, with a dance teacher, with a regisseur. And the moment you are asked automatically to, to express yourself physically is the moment where both as a dancer, but also now as a choreographer, I felt the most um, fulfilled. And so by learning there, I don't mean necessarily really just recreating step, but mostly this act of transferring certain thoughts, emotion, a theme, um, or state of mind through the body in order to create um, a movement. What happens after that, and for that I have um, I experienced that, thank God, very much, not only as a dance, but also in the community work that I do, is that when something gets created, you then allow yourself, you can allow yourself to observe what actually happened. And through this observing, analyzing, what did I actually do? How did I express myself? Um, this is the moment where you actually realize you learned something. And then it's a process that, how can I say, it, it keeps going. In dance, we know repeating is always a big thing. You have a choreography and then you repeat and you repeat and you repeat. It sounds a bit old-fashioned maybe, but through that repeating, you automatically, well, I hope automatically get a little better. Things start to change. You acknowledge something else that is happening with you both in your body, if you talk about steps, but also in your head. And from that, having this circle that keeps going and keeps going, it always allowed me as a dancer, and I see that in the community, as I said, um, it's, a, it's a process that is ongoing. And uh, I don't want to say it never stops, but it's definitely the moments where I uh, felt you can learn the most. So. So what I'm trying to say is a mix between this being creative, uh, but at the same time also analyzing what you do. So it's uh, this mix between the old-fashioned way, go and go learn the step, learn the step, or get better. But at the same time, it all starts from from yourself, I would say, um, that way. Um, for example, there is, a, there is a thing that I come from dance theater, um, where and I, and I had the luck to work always with choreographers that asked a lot from their dancers. So even if we are improvising and you get a question asked, which then you have to express with your body. The funny thing is those moments when it's not like, okay, try to find a movement or a situation that tells this and this and that. The funny thing is when you ask somebody, the dancers, find me five situations about the same thing. So what happens there, I do believe that uh, the first answer is most of the time, I'm trying to be careful with this word, most of the time is the obvious one. It's the one that right away comes up and is maybe the one that everybody expects. The biggest learning process for myself, at least it was like that, is when you keep digging in a way. You have to find the second answer to that theme, the third answer to that theme. And then when you say, like, I don't have anything else to say, you search a little more, and then you realize, oh, 
I have something in me that I actually didn't know I have. And this it has nothing to do with the dance technique, it's nothing to do with the action that I'm actually doing. But this moment, this, this process of researching for that fourth, fifth, sixth, ten answers, this moment when many times as a dancer I realized, yeah, really I realized I didn't have that. I thought I didn't have that, and instead it comes out. So um so the word research, I don't mean necessarily in the abstract sense of way, how can I move differently? This is a part of it, this is a process that we can also go into. But I'm really talking about, even if it's one gesture, which one is it? Is it the obvious one? Or is there a second way of expressing it? And that is what I think that uh, this learning process gets stronger and stronger and stronger. I see that very much, I saw that very much in me, but I see that very much when uh, in the little time that we have, when we work with, uh, especially with non-professionals, so with people that cannot hide behind a certain technique because they're amateurs, they don't have it. They just, as we say, it's the wrong word, but normal people, not dance educated. And uh, I'm always very surprised how they come out of their shell without any codex before. It's really... Um, natural what they do but at the same time out of what our choreographer or dancer's eyes uh, expected I would like to say. yes this i think is more or less an answer you can <laughs> <laughs> no that's actually I, I repeat myself um but every time i have a interviewed here with me i learn something new or i see exactly uh, physically I leave the physically the process you describe. So I we are the team I are almost the same or always the same, except this second question I will um, ask you after. It's more personalized about your experience. But the answer, even if they are really similar, they are always they have always something more that make one more <laughs> light in my head. And I really, really um like your approach. It combines creativity and learning. And I thought, okay, being creative means learning, and learning means become more creative. This the way you say it and you approach um make a click. That yeah. it didn't happen before to me. And I really like this idea of that actually learning means becoming more creative. And it is not so obvious because I think there is also a tendency to combine uh, learning with an accumulation of information uh, and, and being able to, to quote or being able to reproduce, uh, especially in, in the not dancing word, uh, reproduce text or reproduce thought to somebody else. But actually learning, it means also having more possibility to connect our synapses and make more connections. Yeah, exactly. But I think... Um... You need to know the instruments. Now, if you're talking about dance, you need to know first yourself in order then to be, uh, or you know yourself because you have a technique behind and you can base yourself on this technique. Now, if you're a dancer or a dance student, for example, and you base yourself on this technique and then from there, you start a certain creative process, which can be started from a word, from a theme, from whatever that is. Um, so that's one aspect of it. The funny part of the interesting part for me gets there when you actually did create something you have a little product it can be after two minutes can be after two weeks 
from this product, it's the moment of going back to it. Okay, where did I start? And that's when I said the word analyzing. I don't mean analyzing in the sense of judging the whole time. I mean, improvisation for me can also be a learning process to, to, to learn about yourself. But this, this circle that you create, you have a word, for example, you create something around this word, word, and you have the, um, the, the product at the end, and then starting from the top again by reanalyzing again what have I actually done. I think this is the moment when you actually are aware of what, what you created. This is, uh, for me, for me, that's the, 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 it's always been the interesting part. For example, when I make a choreography, I always try to work in layers. And what I mean is, I don't like, it's not me. Some other colleagues do that. Well. I don't like to say, okay, this is a piece of music, it's five minutes and it's the beginning of the piece. Now we work on those five minutes until it's perfect and then we move on to the second part. This is something that I cannot, I don't like to do. I like to set the first five minutes in a way that there is still room later on to go back to it and roll. Um, and um, what happens through this process is the fact that you don't end up fixing material too soon before the people really understood the thing, the group really came together. Uh, you yourself have more information to give. So, um, and that I think is always a little bit of a risk. And that's why when I say I like to work in layers, I try to work as fast as possible through the whole piece, then go back from the beginning and see what else have we learned until then. Does the beginning, for example, change? And this is the circle I'm talking about through creation, finish it, reanalyze it. Uh, I think we all grow, grow through that. And I think also we need those experiences to go through something before you can say, now it's done. In dancing, before, doesn't mean unfortunately it's not the right word. You know, you have a, a premiere date. So by that date, we always say, okay, the piece is done. Uh, if you wouldn't have a premiere date, you could continue to go on, go on until you get bored. But as we had that premiere date, uh, I like to have at least two going through everything with time of course no? and that that's what I, I i do find that uh, process uh, interesting and uh, um, at the same time it also doesn't mean never make a decision at the end you do make a decision this is how it's gonna be but to allow the experiences the time together with the other people to grow before you make that kind of decision otherwise i think you close yourself the door in front of your face and say this part is done we don't touch things i think it's very risky and definitely, you don't end up learning something new or trying something new. Yeah. Yes, nice, absolutely. <laughs> so that will go with actually different approach of our team. So dear Johnny, we have known each other for several years and have always discussed about dance, education and power structures. Today with three other colleagues of yours, you are directing the dance department of the Bielefeld Theater, an innovative leadership project which equal only in Bremen. A project with, in my opinion, very interesting potential, which can represent a new model of direction, for example. But your journey as a dance mediator began a few years ago, as we are, you already mentioned it, uh, after you, let's say, if I allowed this word, retired, I mean, you're still active dancer, but not so much anymore. Mm -hmm. And began studying management and cultural mediation, thanks to a theater project. 
And in fact, in recent year, you have directed and realized countless community projects with people of all age and cultural background. And I would like you to tell us about your experience first, of course, and how, in your opinion, it is possible to a day to create education and inclusive models in theater structures. Yes, um, maybe a little bit uh, from this thematic, from your question you asked, I already answered before, through the, um, the community project idea here in Bielefeld is uh, there since, I believe now, 13 years. Uh, all in all, we've done 36 projects, I believe it is, and in total 2,000 people have worked with us and uh, with guest choreographers and uh, this is I do myself or my colleagues, the dance companies involved. So it's uh, actually a lot of exchange going on um, between, let's say, the professional and non-professional. And I would like to to always think when we have a, a new piece coming up, is to always think, you know, the thematic we bring on the table or to this group of 20 people. 30 people, 40 people, whatever it is, it's not necessarily something that um, I don't know better than anybody else coming there for this project, at least on the knowledge of the theme. My job is a different one. My job is to collect all the answers from everybody and put it together on stage. That's the way I see my job. Of course, if the theme is, I don't know what, uh, bad weather, <laughs> I research for myself what does that mean so that I can have my own background of knowledge. But, uh, and also to introduce the thematic to a group. And this, I mean, I, I'm making an example now with the community, but it will be the same thing with the, with the professional from my point of view. So when you get into the room, then you meet people. The first thing you start to do is actually talk about what it is you're doing but always, at least from my side, with what do you know more than me that I don't know? So allowing people to open themselves and say, I think it's like that. No, I think it's like that. And then somebody comes that uh, maybe is really in the theme, also professionally, this person might tell us things that we really didn't think about. And the learning process for me starts there. The funny thing is that right now, in this new structure that we have Bielefeld here in the direction of the dance company, we are four people. Each one of us has his own expertise. Let me say like that. But in the decision-making process, it's all four of us on the same level, really equal. And it's like, in a way, sometimes when we talk, we talk about the future or making a, uh, uh, you know, making a plan for something, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it like this, but it's like making a baby, you know? I say something, you say something, boom, a third product. You know understand what I mean? It's like we, we found a way that is very, um, right now, uh, it's not only easy, but it's, only, it's also, uh, it brings us further by first of all accepting what is the other person saying. No, it doesn't mean that we never can go against each other and have a discussion, but to start from a base of, what you bring on the table is going to be heard, and from there we see what comes up. And it's really interesting. Sometimes it's like the obvious situation. Somebody says, ah, and you understand, yes, that's what we're going to do. It's a great idea. And sometimes somebody says, ah, and the other person says, yeah, but maybe, maybe that. 
and it comes something that everybody is is agreeing with. So um, in a way, it's a similar process than when making, from my point of view, when making a choreography. So if I ask a question to a dancer, and this answer this answer comes with an answer, physical answer, movement. Let's um, let's talk to it like that. And somebody comes with another question, another answer, which is slightly different, but comes from the same question. The, my int the interesting part is how do you combine, and how do you make sure that both of these answers, which are very individual, personal, and sometimes even private, uh, how do they combine together? How much they um, you can mingle them together, like in one third idea? Or how much can you actually really go against each other and then set a choreography or um, in the way that um, everybody feels heard in a way, but at the same time it's also good for peace, you know, it's, uh, technically speaking. So it's just, I felt in the office while talking to my colleagues about this dance season with our dancers, it's uh, it's not it's not that different than making a piece. That's what I'm um, but that's what I'm trying to say, and this is at least from, from the experience. And it's something I realized, it's not like I brought on the table, oh, let's work like that. And nobody brought that on the table. It just came out that way, and we realized it's working just by listening, first of all, to each other, what uh, the other person has to say. And this, if you if you ask me, like, you know, um, how is it possible to, to, to create educational or inclusive model in, in the theater structure, but the, the community project part is definitely something that already allows us that. But there is something that we are trying right now. Um, we actually already started, but we would like to um, propose it also uh, later on in the season in, in a much more stronger way. Is to allow, for example, um, as, um, a bunch of students or school kids a class let's 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 call it a, a school class right in the studio with us as much as possible now i'm aware that when the choreographer is working when the producer is working it's often says oh we need time for ourselves because we have to be creative because we need to research and this and that and that but um we had last week a school class coming here looked a bit of the training looked a bit of the choreography and the questions that they had afterwards that was the most interesting part for us. It was like, what did they actually see? What did they actually understand of what we were doing? And what kind of answers did we give? Because when we answered that question, you know, we are like 15 people in the studio from the dance company, dancers, me, assistants, uh, and everybody else. Uh, the answer you give, sometimes you realize how, how important this exchange is also to understand what we are doing. So my wish would be, or our wish here as a team is to have in the future, for example, a school class as a sort of godfather of a production, if you know what I mean. Some, a school class following a production uh, from the beginning on, from the first approach to the theme to the premiere, and uh, and have sort of exchanges. Now, exchanges, I don't mean necessarily, I mean, you, you can be as creative as you want, I don't mean necessarily, you know, they interview the choreographer or the dramaturg, uh, gives uh, an, an introduction to the piece. This is stuff that we do, and I think it's good that we do, but also how do they get creative with it? So I could imagine, for example, that from a certain theme we're working on, that the school class 
actually physically does something. Can be an art project, can be writing a book, can be writing text. So that we, let's say professional, actually also would profit from it, if you know what I mean. Because otherwise you are working yourself in 15, close in a room, maybe there is a mirror, so you have the reflection of yourself, but it's definitely not somebody else who tells you that I understand, that I don't understand, or even more interesting, that I agree or that I don't agree. Because that's when uh, when things get interesting. So um, I think I think allowing, I think the theater could definitely has the power, but it has to find a certain structure I'm talking about dates and time and really the a practical structure to allow something like this so that we, um, I find that the way that uh, we can give something to each other, not only, ah, oh, we come and watch performed, bravo, finito, you were great or you were not great and go home and then there is absolutely nothing coming after that. The most important when we have a school class watching or following us, the first question is always that, you always said it then in the morning? What does that mean for the body? You know, they, 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 uh, for them, it's like every morning, one and a half hour training before you start working. Yes. Um, and I, I believe, I mean, if I, if I bring that to my son, which knows now these stories, this, this, um, yeah, processes, let's say, um, for him now is obvious that it has to be that way because he has a papa that works that way. But the first time he was like, why? Why? Why you have to do that? And uh, um, yeah, this exchange I think is important. So maybe in the future something like that can be obvious also in the theatre to have a structure of bridge to the outside that is part of the programming and on, not only a nice add-on. <laughs> very nice. I, I I find you also touch uh, a very nice. Uh, theme and i think you yeah you said if you you can say that making a piece or or <coughs> and going through a pro a project or a discussion in the direction is like making a baby and i think you are allowed to say because we have two kids <laughs> <laughs> and i have one and i can say of course it's something different but uh, the idea also that the two people get together and a third things come out and this third thing sometimes is very unexpected because yes. it's the fusion yeah. of two opinion and and also and you use a, a, a very um used word that is sharing uh, for luck i i heard this word more and more and it's becoming in the vocabulary of teaching and 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 choreographing where there is the, this sharing of this experience and the the apport you give to this that you embody this huh? because of the possibility that you got now here and we're yes. one of the person that embodied this sharing because sharing is nice to talk about theoretically mm -hmm. but what means exactly and actually you are quite an example uh you and then your colleagues how they how you work and what you think and for this i just want to thank you <laughs> no, it's a, no, i'm happy to hear that also from you it's uh, it's true the word sharing is uh, very often put out there but in my uh, situation i've been very lucky i have to be very honest because i um i had the possibility here in bielefeld not to work in one direction only as i mentioned before 
we're talking a lot about non-professionals, but also professionals in the theater or dramatic department. So when I work with uh, uh, an actor or um, a group of actors for a piece, it's an acting piece. So the text normally is already there. Um, and my, my job is normally sometimes to create little choreographies. I mean, it can be as simple as that. Yeah, Paolo is like, ah, oh, here we have a piece of music, it's a bit of choreography. Okay, fine. But the interesting is, is when, when I'm allowed to help a professional actor, which knows the text thousand times better than me, to put that feeling in their body. So, and, uh, I would, I'm making this example just because from that I could learn a lot. So, as I said before, the, the dancers, it's their job, it's their vocation, <laughs> they know what they are doing, and I get answers, of course, much quicker sometimes, but also there is a risk sometimes that you hide yourself behind the technique. We've all done that, I've done that. When you don't know what to say, you hide behind the technique. So, and I had these opportunities to work with various different people, and from that I, 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 I learned a lot. That's why I allow myself also to say the word sharing, because um, it's, it's never about, at least in my school, it's never about teaching a step. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's not what interests me, and it's not what I try to do. That's why I'm happy you heard the word sharing and you think it's a big word. I do think it's a big word, but in the praxis, for me, it's been a big um, element, and not just, you know, verbally. Yes, yes, yes. As, as, as we hear, there is a telephone because you are <laughs> in the theater here in the post. Yes, I am. That's why I also... We'll stop hopefully soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And that's why I, I thank you also again for, for the time. And um, I mean, I also want to just close this uh, question with say, and I think that we, we make our own luck because you said you are lucky, but I believe we, with our daily act, we make our own luck. That doesn't mean that somebody that doesn't manage to, to, to make come through his wish, it, it does wrong, but I mean, the luck is also sometimes. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> deserve it Thank cool you. then I will give to you my last question how do you think education of the body should be in the future yeah uh, that's not an easy question <laughs> but uh, I will try <laughs> um, I talked so far especially about the um, the question asking and the answer with your body, right? So it does start from my point of view, from a, a theoretical approach, yeah? Which, uh, if I think of school, at least when I went to school, which is many, many years ago, it was very theoretical the whole time. Uh, dance school, fully physical. But I do believe in the, uh, let me say, like, in an active or activity-based approach. So you need to experience on yourself what uh, what you're doing and it's just, you know, movement. Uh, if you don't experience, you cannot really know how and why you do a certain thing. I do believe in this uh, active approach 
if there is a way, and I don't know if I'm the right person to, to no, I don't have a methodic, but if there is a way to also actually combine that with your mind. So what I'm trying to say is, um, if I know my, if I know my uh, instrument, which is my body, and I know how my body works, I know what are my limits, I know uh, um, where can I bring it. So uh, if my mind is active to this, I think I could then um, physically have a clearer path in front of me. So I had, I can, maybe I can make an example where I actually did not do that, and that's why. Two years ago, when Corona started, two and a half years ago, I, I thought this word would not come out, Corona, but now it's there. I ended up again going back to a hobby of mine, which was right running. Yeah, I have running people in my family, so I went back to that. And um, the stupid journey, what he did, he made himself a plan. I want to reach to do at least a half a marathon. So I made myself a plan, and I was following that plan, and everything was going well. I was very much goal-oriented, if you know what I mean. Like, this is what I want to reach in that amount of time, and so on and so forth. And so I was basically only textbook, and my body had to follow what the textbook was, if you know what I mean. So, and I ended up to a moment where I was reaching my goals, but then my body completely shut down, and I had to stop for basically three months because of a stupid nature. So, and that in the dance class, instead of while 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 dancing, I had more of this connection between you know the intellect, let's say, or the mind. What are we trying to do and transfer into the body? In this example I'm making, it was exactly the opposite. I I, I made myself a plan and I did not listen to my body at all. And um, I think important, I try to get to the point, I think it's important to know your instrument. Each one of us is different. It's nice to have goals. It's nice to go over the line a little bit. But we're saying that I need to be exactly the same as the one next to me. For me, that doesn't work. For me, it doesn't work that um, what I need to reach is written on a piece of paper. It's, from, it's decided from somebody else. And I think that's what is a bit of a risk. Um, and I'm very happy that, especially in the dance world, at least in the way that I work, that that's not the aim. Um, I remember as a dance student, ah, I had to, in order to pass this exam, I need to do three pirouettes. So, so there is a, a standard that you have to reach. Yeah, that doesn't include what I was talking before about creativity and try out things. So, and we know that that's a technique, so it's absolutely fine and it should also stay that way. But on a more normal level and not necessarily talking about dance, I think it's a bit of a risk to set goals for everybody the same. So, um, education of the body in the future, I wish at least that it would be a bit more individual. I wish it would be a little bit more through um, through not setting specific stances of goal, but to see who am I, or who is this person in front of me, what can the person reach, how can we reach that. And hopefully learning from each other and getting better and better and whatever we have to do. Um, but yeah, uh, this connection between 
knowing your body, that's what I mean, the connection between body and mind, knowing the, maybe even the theory behind it, but actually then apply it, I'm trying to look for the word, apply it um, with a sense to your body. I think it would be the way to go, to be honest. I hope my answer is more or less, uh, I hope I'm answering actually what you asked. <laughs> but yeah. For sure, for sure. Every every answer is is welcome, and I think I find your answer very nice. I would just maybe had I, I find it of course I understand, but I think our our body is not only an instrument, but we are the body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you maybe you help me. You know, you just put in better <laughs> words also what I try to say: the connection between body and mind. Maybe it's exactly that. But you need awareness. Exactly. And we, we forget, we forget that uh, we, we are without body, we don't exist. And all the connection we have through the space, through the other person, the interactivity with the all what is not inside us is our body. <laughs> I know the thing, dance can give you very good vibes, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't matter if you're dancing in a disco or if you're setting a choreography for yourself or you're part of a group, dance in general is able at least to yes. give you good vibes, good vibes to make you feel good. Connecting, I, yes, connecting. Connect. But for me at least, I work much better and I'm much more creative and I have a lot more fun if I'm in a good mood. So, and that comes from, from, uh, from the dancing, it comes from the group, it comes from, but it's not, I don't reach the goal because I need to go over there and no matter what. If I'm in a relaxed and good mood and aware of what's happening with me and around me, I think I even would reach certain standards or goals, let's say, in a lot quicker way. I think dance can do that. When I was running, I did not do that. Yeah, the example I made before, I did not do it out of, I, I was fun in the beginning, but then I had a plan. You know, the organized person <laughs> with a plan, and now you have to run one kilometer in four minutes, otherwise, you're not going to read. So, and then this is when I lost that connection, let's say. Yeah. Nice, nice example. I, I would not add much word, but this example that connects somehow sports or, or other body activity and compare it with dance, I, I, I find it very important because exactly what dance doesn't have and should not have is competitivity and 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 the the goal i want to reach is just be a better me <laughs> or you or knowing better my body and there is no ending of better knowing yes. so because we always wake up with a different body and uh, we are still young but we are not anymore 20 and we know that uh, even if the changes are so beautiful made from nature if we try to remember what we were doing when we were twenties, is different. So yes, we change, and dance can accompany this process actually very absolutely. well. Absolutely, absolutely, I completely <laughs> agree with that. Thank you. Cool. So, dear Danny, thank you very much for your contribution. I hope your word and sharing of your experience and path inspire our listeners and made this short conversation. I'm sure about this result a new connection for a free and productive exchange of knowledge. And of course, may this contribute to new discussion that enrich and improve the education system of dance and through dance. Thank you so much for your time. And it was very nice to talk to you. 
Thank you, Paolo, for inviting me for this talk and keep going. It's a nice, really beautiful thing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Das Forschungsprojekt wurde durch das Förderprogramm Distanzen finanziert. Distanzen ist Teil des Hilfsprogramms Tanz, das im Rahmen von Neustart Kultur, eine Initiative der Beauftragten der Bundesregierung für Kultur und Medien, gefördert ist. Musik